Hey friend, this is Ryan Thomas. We're so blessed and grateful you're listening to On the Road and supporting Faith Radio. You are quite simply the best and we appreciate you so much. Enjoy the show. Discovering stories of courage, determination, and hope. Welcome to Faith Radio's On the Road. Now, here's Ryan Thomas. Well, somehow, a season of celebration is already upon us, and there are few duos more linked to it than recording artists Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith. Their Christmas standards form a treasured part of so many celebrations, and their Christmas tours have been a holiday highlight for years. The Dear Friends are gearing up this Christmas for a much-anticipated tour that will include on-the-road listening friends in Minneapolis, Sioux Falls, and Des Moines in early December. For Amy's part, she may have sold tens of millions of records, but when she and Michael get back on stage together, you can tell they're doing something that means so much to them, but they're also just having a ton of fun. It is just the best to welcome Amy Grant on the road today. And Amy, is that fair? Is that read that this fun is legitimate, the correct one? (laughs) Yes. If you can't have fun making music, and then, ooh, that's... That's tough. No, Michael and I, yes, we work long and hard to present a beautiful night that we all enjoy. And, uh, and especially Christmas time, it's just, we get to see people come to the show, sometimes in family, sometimes alone. Someone just saying, I don't want to be by myself. And so we just try to bundle up the best of the holiday in songs that make people want to sing along. I mean, what is it about Christmas music? You've had a perch to analyze this, unlike just about anybody. We've heard so many of these great songs time and again. We know many of the words by heart, but they just come alive every year with the same force of meaning as the very first time we heard them. How is that even possible? Yeah, because you know, we all have such different cultural experiences. We have different family experiences. To me, the, the real, very absolute hope of Christmas is what the angel said. This is good news of great joy for all people. So, you know, our ability to grasp that is unique to each person. But to be celebrating something that is for all people, you know, there's no exclusivity. There's no... Um, I mean, that's profound. And so, you know, whether it's in Jingle Bells or whether it's an Americana Christmas song, everything still hints to the real gift of God, mm. which is for all people. All people. I mean, that's intense. That's not, you know, <clears throat> that's, that's good news. It is. It is intense. It is great news. Uh, the story of Michael getting his start as your piano player, writing songs for you, is widely known and much beloved. I was curious thinking about it again. Did you know in those earliest days of your friendship, maybe even from the first, that Michael was going to become what he's become or or not so much? Well, I knew he was very talented and just so much fun to be with. And really, any stage, I mean, whether it's um, a high school auditorium 
whether it's sitting around um, a campfire circle and somebody picks up a guitar, you know, music creates a circle. And somebody either creates a circle that you want to walk into or not. And when I first met Michael, um, he, um, it was at a music publishing company. It was walking distance from the college where I was in school. He said, I've got some song ideas. Do you want to hear them? <laughs> and I, I wanted to stay in that room with that keyboard and that musician as long as I could. That's yeah. how I felt. I thought this is a circle I want to be a part of the rest of my life. I didn't know where it would go, but you know, the crazy thing about music is it's not, it can never be about the end game. It can't ever be about, Oh, I hope this takes me to a big stage because music is so immediate. You have to say, I want this song to make a person feel this. And if you're faithful to the immediate moment, well, then it's just going to go where it's going to go. Some of the most talented songwriters, performers I've ever known have never had a big stage, ever. Wow. And I still want to be in their circle. His stages, <laughs> I, never, I never guessed when we were knucklehead kids that he would travel the world. <laughs> and he has. And he's played in soccer stadiums in Brazil. It's like, you're the kid from Canova. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you talk about being kids. I mean, you're offered your first recording contract when you're 15 years old. Your first album is crafted while you're still in high school. First of all, when you take that in as a 15-year-old, are you maybe not fully able to comprehend how huge that is and thus maybe not so intimidated by it because you, you don't even know you should be? I'm sure that was the case. Yeah, because it was a different world, you know, and I, you can make something. It doesn't mean anybody's going to hear it. So it's not like I felt like the songs I was doing would ever find a bigger stage. And when I, you know, when I go back and listen to those early recordings, they were so simple. I was a child, you know, um, I was not sophisticated in any way. And it just was what it was. I will tell you the tricky thing, because that put me on a path of, you know, I never had to find a job. A job <laughs> found me. Yes. And at different times, as you know, we, we have a blended family of five kids, but I birthed four of those. And, I, and I, I would have to throttle back. Like, there were times, you know, if somebody was turning 20 or 21, I would have to just tell my inner monologue, shut up, because I couldn't <laughs> say... I was working full time and going to school. I, you know, I couldn't say that. My life was so different. It launched so early. So with each, with each of my kids, I've had to say, if you will, you know, if you will pursue the things that matter to you, you know, find your passions. And in your passions, I believe God will find you. And find your passions and and be diligent to pursue those gifts, to work on those, that toolkit, whatever it is, you know, might be numbers, it might be organizing, but I know that we're all wired so uniquely, but I would, I couldn't ever go, do you know how hard I was working by the time I was 22? I just had to go, mm -mm, don't do it. Don't do it. 
<laughs> oh, that's lovely. But now, you know what? I Because I was working. Like, I went to college for four years. I worked every weekend. I worked. Um, and I love music, but it is, it, you know, it, was, it never stopped. And having young kids, I mean, I remember being pregnant, leaning over toilet bowl, vomiting, going, I've got 90 seconds before I have to walk on stage. Okay. <sighs> okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I know, because life continues, but there, when there's an expectation of people that you have to be exactly, you have to be there at the right time, fully present. And so whatever was going on in my life, good or bad, I knew that I, my time was spoken for. And my youngest child just graduated from high school. I mean, from, yeah, from high school and she's in college. And I'm telling you, I feel like a teenager <laughs> for, the, <laughs> for the first time since I was a teenager. It's just like, whoa, this is awesome. <laughs> oh, that yeah. is that is fantastic. Thank you so much for that because that was that was genuinely something I was curious about was just the unique situation of being on a path since you're 15 years old and and so many of us look for that purpose of course and and you had it in a sense but, but a person has to wonder were there any moments where you thought to yourself, "Man, maybe maybe I could do something else. You know, maybe I could become an acrobat or a dentist or anything like that." Is it is this fair? Did you have any moments like that? Not once I was actually doing music, but this is, it's interesting too, to, when I talk about you know, a person's passion, like my, um, my mother passed away years ago, but I will tell people who are trying to figure out what, um, what, what's my life purpose? What do I do? I will, I always say, if you can talk to your mother and just say, tell me, what was I like as a child? What, how did I play? What, what was my go-to? Because my mother would say about me, I was always creating intimate spaces. Like I would go in the woods and where there was a lot of underbrush and I would like carve out little rooms. And I was, it was always creating a space to invite someone into. And so I wasn't a kid that sang into a hairbrush. <laughs> to me, it was not about the stage. But when my mother said, you were always creating spaces and inviting people into those spaces, and I went, I just happened to use music. And so yeah. when I'm looking for my kid, it's like you, every person has a, I don't know, it's, it's like a, a direction, but how that's expressed, the details of how that, can can come a lot of different ways. Like I do think if I had not done music, I think I could have been a, um, a restaurant owner. Really? Or, uh, or, uh, or I could have run a summer camp. Because <laughs> to me, all of those things are about they're sensory. They're creating environments for people to come in and enjoy each other. Yeah. And so it wasn't like, oh, yeah, music is the only thing I could do. I mean, now it's the only toolkit I've really worked on. But I, yeah, but I would say, I wonder if I had taken my passions and directed them differently. But, you know, I mean, hey, life is, all of us feel like we're just surfing the tsunami with life. Like, <laughs> what, what, can I pay rent? Wake up, <laughs> you know, do what you're supposed to do. 
So, well, if I may say so, you've done a pretty good job with the toolkit that you were given. <laughs> well, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate that. We've been talking with Amy Grant, the beloved recording artist who sold tens of millions of records, getting ready to celebrate Christmas with her much-anticipated tour with her friend, Michael W. Smith, featuring Mark Martell, coming to Minneapolis, Sioux Falls, and Des Moines in early December. AmyGrant.com and look for tour to learn more and find the tickets. Amy, thank you so much for your time today. It really was a pleasure to talk with you. Well, thanks, Ryan. It was great talking to you, too. Thanks so much for listening to On the Road. Programming like this happens because of your incredible support. You can learn more about partnering financially at MyFaithRadio.com. And we'd be so glad to connect with you during the week on social media. Just search for On the Road with Ryan Thomas on Facebook. And our Twitter handle is at OnTheRoadRyan. Until next time, God bless you, my friend.